News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. It's all full of headlines. Coalition pledges tax packets to benefit most workers. We're uh, in for a budget bonanza next month. No question about that. Uh, Minister for Finance, Pascal Dunahu, joins us. Uh, Minister, it sounds like we can expect a pretty big package come next month uh, based on what we heard yesterday. So what we did yesterday, Shane, is do something that we do every every August and have done since the 1990s. We published the different options that are available with regard to taxation. It's part of a budget process that takes the entire year. Uh, Before the summer, we publish how big we believe our budget package will be, uh, which is how much extra we will spend and how much extra we will make available to change taxes. And what we will have in September is a budget package of 6.7 billion euro with a particular focus on how we can help with the cost of living. We know people are working hard. We know many of people are feeling really finding it hard going, feeling the squeeze at the moment. And we want to see what we can do to help when Minister McGrath and I announced the budget at the end of September. Okay, and I absolutely accept the tax strategy group meets every year and does this. It does seem a little more pointed this year. Uh, you know, what what would it cost if we had a fifteen euro uh, increase in in the pension and in social welfare? Uh, what would happen if we had a thirty percent tax rate? They're quite specific. They would suggest that you're looking specifically at at that level of social welfare increase and that kind of change to the tax system. Uh, What we do every year is just look at different options that have been discussed during the year and raised either in government or issues that I've committed to consider. What we do as part of the examination of personal taxation is look at different issues that have been raised. The key point is that in Budget 2023, we will have a personal tax package that recognises that as wages go up, to help deal with the rising cost of energy, of food and so on. We want to have measures in place that allow workers to keep uh, as much of their higher wages as possible, which they have earned through their work. And what we need to recognise in creating the package overall is that we do enough to help uh, and try to make a difference, while at the same time recognising that we can't protect our economy, we can't insulate our economy entirely from everything that is going on across the world. And in the papers yesterday, I looked at different options for doing mm. that. Uh, like, do you accept that no matter what, uh, you've, you, actually, you, you are accepting, you've said it already, no matter what you do, it's not going to be... Enough. I mean, I saw Cliff Taylor referring to it as as budget buffers is is what he's saying. Uh, like people, regardless of what you do, are going to be worse off than they were a year ago. I believe what we will be able to do is help. I look if I look at measures that we have brought out earlier on in the year, the two hundred euro. Uh, payment that was available to reduce your electricity bills, changes that we have made in excise uh, on fuel, the reduction of VAT in electricity. All of those have helped and have made a difference, I believe, but I know many are still feeling the pinch. I know many are still struggling at the moment. Uh, What I do recognise, though, is because of the scale of change that is underway, that's caused by a combination of the war in Ukraine and changes that have happened in the global economy after COVID, uh, that 
even when we bring in new measures and look to help, which we will do and aim to make a difference, it's still possible that we could face developments later on in the year that will still be very big and be very challenging mm. for many. And that's why what we want to do is have particular one-off measures as part of Budget 2023 that can make a difference in the here and now. OK, I, I, and I know you're not going to outline what those measures are now, but there is a there is a feeling that you favour when it comes to those um, one-off measures, you favour more universal measures rather than targeted ones. Uh, You're saying targeted is fine but it doesn't benefit too many people. The counter argument is targeted measures actually help those who most need it as opposed to those who can afford to fly away for foreign holidays. And what we have done up to this point is we have brought in a mixture. So we have hard targeted measures. So for example measures to help with the cost of going back to school. For example measures that we have brought in where we made additional payments available of over €200 to those who were in receipt of social welfare payments because they were uh, vulnerable to the rising cost of fuel or finding it already difficult to pay for the fuel they needed. So we've already had targeted measures. But the reason why I do believe there is a case for broader measures is that we have so many people within our country uh, that earn... uh, have a level of earnings that means they don't qualify for social welfare support, they don't qualify for targeted payments, but they're not earning so much that they're insulated from and can easily cope with the rising prices that we're facing at the moment. And that is a very broad group within our society that play a vital role in our economy and in our country. Mm. And I do believe that if we're facing broad price increases or the maintenance of broad price increases in 2022, that we recognise that group and see what we can do to offer additional uh, focused support. Okay, 6.7 billion euros is is the the mooted uh, budget uh, package. It sounds like a huge amount of money, but actually when you start breaking into it and what social welfare welfare increase are going to cost, how much it costs to widen tax bands, for for example, it quickly disappears. The reality is, Minister, come budget day, it's going to be a lot bigger than 6.7 billion. This happens every year. Well, for the last number of years, actually, the budgets that I have announced for the following year have stayed inside the parameters that I announced, uh, that I had pre-announced for the budget. Uh, So over the last number of years, myself and Minister Michael McGrath have made great efforts to ensure that our budget stays inside the figures that we had already announced. And uh, I'm really focused on making sure we continue to do that because that is how... 6.7 billion and no more. That is how we can help, uh, but not do so much that we actually create new inflationary pressures at home. Now, what will be the case, and again, we have announced this a number of times, particularly in our summer economic statement that laid out what will be the size of the budget, is we did say that we would bring forward additional measures within 2022 that would aim to help inside 2022. Uh, So what I will do is deliver a budget for 2023, myself and Minister McGrath, that will be inside the 6.7 billion euro figure that we've announced. Those who would analyse these figures have acknowledged that it is an appropriate size of a budget. Okay, two very quick questions, Minister, before I let you go. Uh, Will you consider a windfall tax on energy Energy companies that have benefited hugely, including wind energy, that have benefited hugely from the increase 
in energy costs. Will you consider a windfall tax on those companies? So, um, sorry, Shane, as always, I can't comment on the detail of any tax measure uh, before I actually announce what I'm going to do on budget day. But there are a number of difficulties with one-off measures, uh, excuse me, with windfall measures that particularly look to focus on the energy sector. And here's just two of them. I mean, you've mentioned, for example, the wind sector there. It is the wind and renewable sector that we need to supply additional energy to Ireland to make sure we don't have the energy security issues that we have now. If we decide we're going to tax the renewable sector and the wind sector more in the future, that runs the risk of undermining the very investment we need to become energy independent. And then secondly, if you're a small open economy like the Irish economy is, tax certainty and knowing what tax you're going to pay in the future is really, really important. I know many are concerned about the rising profit that we are seeing there at the moment, but there are two big issues that would also merit like no consideration. Well, what I'm doing actually is just outlining the kind of way we have to weigh up additional tax measures and that's what we did in the tax strategy group process there yesterday. I know why there's a demand upon me to do it. I know why it's a popular thing to do but there are significant consequences of measures like that too. Very, very briefly, are you confident you can get a deal on uh, pay talks? We spoke to the ASTI earlier on, they're balloting for strike action as a number of unions are. Are you confident a deal can be struck to, to head off that industrial action? I believe we can get agreement but getting agreement won't be driven by uh, the prospect of industrial action. Getting agreement will be driven by sticking by a talks process that we're in at the moment and trying to come up with a fair settlement that works for the taxpayer and works for our public service workers that do tremendous work in our classrooms and God knows what work we do, they do in our hospitals as well. That's where our focus will be. Shane, I think September and October and as we move into the winter is going to bring lots of different challenges for our country and I think we're better off focused dealing with those around the table uh, rather than the prospect of industrial unrest. Minister for Finance Pascal Donoghue, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.